thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up guys? Welcome to show 154. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. I had to think about that for a second. Your name? No, what number we oh. were on. <laughs> Cat's here. So wait a minute, hold on a sec. 154. Yes. So... Does that mean something to you? Uh, we left uh, We left off on what, 145? So we've done nine since we've came back. Seems like we've done more than that, but never mind. Just an observation. We could do start doing double numbering. I think that's what Marvel's going for lately. They're... Didn't they, they do that back in the day, too? And then you'd open it up and half the book would be the one comic and then the other half would be the other comic that they numbered. Oh, I, I don't know about that. What they're doing on the... Because they have to reboot stuff like every year now. So in order to try and reboot a comic while still retaining its original numbering for the fans and the people that have been following the series, now they'll do a new storyline and it'll say number one of new story blah 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 up in the top corner real big and then down in the lower left hand corner will have the actual number in the series gotcha okay instead of doing different volumes like they did back in the day right like volume three issue one gotcha all right well they, <laughs> now we got the boring comic book shit out the way should we start the show yeah, yeah. yes this is uh this is unregimented number nine in the new unregimented unregimented now yeah the all-new, all-different, unregimented, which is not... Well, it's still true to Marvel style. The unregimented-verse? It's, it's, it's still the same old unregimented. Unregiverse? Uh, well, we have new costumes. I know you guys can't tell. <laughs> They've been redesigned a little bit for this one. Mine has an orange face. It's speaking of orange faces... Oh, see what we did there? Or It's Trump versus the Republican Party. Oh, he's just... It's, it's, it's the beginning of a supernova. I don't... I don't know why I ever wished for his downfall earlier because it happening right now, less than a month before the election, is actually quite entertaining. Yeah, this could be like some next level shit as far as uh, public breakdowns go. And he's determined to bring everyone down with him. Dude, if you thought grabbing by the pussy was something, just I can't, I can't, what are we going to be talking about two weeks from now? Well, I don't know. He, I mean, he has been firing back. He, he hasn't gone completely wacko. He's well. I mean, what's what's the latest you guys have heard? Because the latest I heard was that a comment about he commented on a ten-year-old girl saying, "I can't wait in ten more years, and I'll be well, dating I, that girl." I did, I I hadn't heard that one. Okay. There are like some Cosby-esque yeah. tote numbers starting to accumulate. I know. I know we're not a research-heavy podcast, but do you have a source on that? Yeah, Fox News. Oh, really? Fair and balanced. Yeah, I don't know that Fox News is all that keen on him right now. I um, I was reading a story about him. Oh wait, here's here's some Trump. What's he got to say? No, he's just he's just trying to control the conversation. He doesn't want to talk about what he calls as uh, well because it's not just this Billy Bush tape anymore. As we could have predicted happened. I don't know why none of these people came out earlier. But there's been at least four women that I've read of that have claimed to have been groped or uh, kissed aggressively. All these these claims that, uh, well, let's see, Jessica Leeds, Rachel Cooks, Mindy Mc, 
McGillery, Gilvery, and Natasha Stoinoff. I think he's got a thing for Russian women, but who doesn't? And he's called these accusations, uh, let's see, vicious claims about me of inappropriate conduct with women are totally, absolutely false, and the claims of all fiction entirely fabricated and are outright lies. I mean, if you're caught on tape saying that it's great being rich and famous because you get to kill whoever you want, and then someone says that you killed somebody, chances are that we're not likely to believe you, regardless of the evidence. Believe that you didn't kill somebody? Right. I mean, he, I don't know how he expects people to believe that when he's caught on tape talking about what he can and would do and does do to women, and then all these women come out and say, well, yeah, he, he did it to me. Well, also, just plain devil's advocate, because I'm not, definitely not a supporter of him. Uh, <clears throat> he left himself open for this one. I mean, when that, when that tape came out of him and Billy Bush... Any accusation that came out after that, people had to know that they were going to take it just like you just said. Well, he's already said it, so we can just throw anything at him now. And that's that's why I've I've tried to talk to you know the friends I have who are just diehard in his corner. I'm like, they're like, you got a problem because he said pussy. You of all people got a problem because he said pussy. I said, no, no, no. I got a problem. And he's dumb enough to get recorded saying some shit like that. He's got a mic on him. He knows better. He's media savvy. This is not a lottery winner who's never been around news reporters. The minute they put a lavalier mic on you, you act like that thing's hot. It's just like if I hand you a, a, a handgun. You act like it's loaded until you confirm it's not. Well, yeah, have, being on TV as much as he has been for decades now, he should know that even when they're not actually quote-unquote live, that they're recording. How many? Exactly. How much footage have we seen of you know during a commercial break somebody's talking some shit, or you know they think that uh, the show's over and the and the mic's turned off. Doesn't matter, you know what you think. They're probably still recording you. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they taught Chris and I at Specs was treat every mic like it's hot constantly, and you're live on the air. Yeah, if you're in a room with a microphone, it, it is always working. Yeah, absolutely. You have to when you're working in a live broadcast situation. Yeah. Hell, even I mean, how many times have we seen, not just what you're saying about like local or local news places, local news stations, excuse me, during commercials where someone says something and it'll make a blooper reel later. But how many, look at uh, 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 Bill O'Reilly, his flip out. How many times have you seen flip outs about oh, the loofah? The, the loofah episode? No, the well, do it live. Fuck it! We'll do it live! God damn it! Oh, I'm just... You, you know that one. The one where <laughs> he's being prompted to... It, it says on his on his uh, uh, um, teleprompter, and now to take us out, here's Sting. And he starts getting angry because he doesn't understand the sentence. Yeah. Says, what does that, that yeah. mean, to take us out? <laughs> this is when he was with Inside Edition, by the way, so... Fucking thing! We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Oh, there's someone looping it. it. <laughs> well, he does, Fuck he says it multiple sucks. times, but... <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. That was just the end of it. It's, it starts off with him, and it, like, and to take us out. What does that mean? 
But I mean, here in Detroit, we had the gift that kept on giving, which was Bill Bonds. Oh, yeah. How many times, like, when they would cut away from Bill Bonds, and he was so drunk on air that, like, I don't think he even realized or cared, maybe, probably falls more into the didn't give a shit camp. Mm Mm-hmm. That his that his mic was still on, and he would just start talking shit about the news story he just read, or or Coleman Young. I mean, that's a, it's just. Anyways, come on, Donald Trump doesn't know when there's a mic on him to act accordingly. No, this just proves he's he's in his own little bubble, created simply because of his fame and his wealth, and he thinks he's untouchable because of it. And in Trump land, where you you hire people and you pay them, yeah, you, you pretty much are untouchable. But in the real world, you're not. So he's just digging himself a hole at this point, and I'm just sitting back watching going, I'm just, I'm not even upset anymore. I don't even get angry like when friends come to me and they go, I love everything he says. I agree with everything he says. I just get amused and go, really? Okay. Well, just like Chris, pass the popcorn. Yeah. No, that's what I'm going to do for the next month. I'm just not surprised by anybody, by anything. Any, we talked about it uh, on the last Sporty Podcast, available uh, Thursdays or Fridays here on ChristopherMedia.net and iTunes. Uh, it's just, we've been doing this now for like two and a half years, and like at this point, like it's, uh, I got a callus, <laughs> I guess, an emotional callus. Like I just can't get worked up about these things that much anymore. I'm just, now let's get some. Pop, we'll get some extra butter. We'll get like some ranch seasoning. <laughs> you know, Na- Natasha Stoinoff said that he forced his tongue down her throat while she was working on assignment about his first anniversary with his wife Melania. Now, why am I picturing the scene from Return of the Jedi when Jabba finally captures Leia? Right, and he's trying to lick her. <laughs> That's all I'm picturing, but. That's exactly what it looked like. See, here's 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 the thing. If the man had never been caught saying the shit he said, if the man had never said the shit he said, even when the he knew the cameras were rolling, I might give him the benefit of the doubt and say, this is 11th hour politics, actually more like 10th hour, but still. You know, last minute, throw dirt at him, try to try to fuck him up, you know, and throw off the election. But I can't even, I can't even, as a devil's advocate, defend him on this. He's brought this upon, he's just on himself. So, hey, you want to be Trump? You have every right to be yourself, Donald. Now you get to pay the price. This is is what free speech is truly about. You can say anything you want that doesn't insulate you from the consequences of it. It's funny, because the other day I, I actually had the thought, like, you know, maybe I should vote for Hillary, like, just in case. But just watching him now just start the spin-out start, it's like, I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to have to. I didn't think it would come to this. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, but definitely I had the thought of, like, well, okay, it's it's there as an option if this looks like a squeaker. But I think we all predicted that something like this was going to come about. Uh, Jessica Leeds of New York told the paper Trump groped her. This is the New York Times that published this paper about these women. Trump groped her on a flight more than 30 years ago. Uh, she's 74 now. Leeds says Trump grabbed her breast and tried to put his hand up her skirt. Rachel Cooks was the other woman that was uh, assaulted by him. 
real estate developer kissed me directly on the mouth. I mean, this is his M.O., according to his own words, right? There he is, just kissing women and grabbing them by the pussy. He can't help himself. He just starts yep. kissing them. Yeah, and this is what I've tried to explain to a few different people. When they're like, oh, aren't you horrified that he said pussy? And I'm like, I don't know. I no, every guy has referred to vagina as pussy at one point in their life. And it's like, it's if they, if they deny it, they're lying. The, my problem is, is that he's talking about just going up and basically, yeah, assaulting someone. There he is, is where your issue lies. He's yes. t- yeah, I mean, yeah, but you've never groped a woman at a concert, have you? That's what he. What's her name? Uh, Mindy McGilvery, a Florida woman who was claimed that she was groped by Trump at his a concert at the Mar Mar-a-Lago Estate in two thousand three. Closest I think any of us have probably ever come, unless one of us is like a crazy sexual deviant and we don't know it about each other, to grabbing a woman at a concert is when they put a chick up on the crowd and you got up and, and, and she's crowd surfing. Right. And let's be honest, at that point, I've been on the crowd, I've been in the crowd. I couldn't tell you half the time if it's a male or female passing over top of me. And I damn sure couldn't tell you who had a hold of me when I was on. I haven't groped anyone at a concert who has not wanted to be groped. Well, yeah, I mean... Good. Groping doesn't necessarily say anything about consent. I've groped plenty in my days. As a matter well, of fact, okay, groping uh, is one of my favorite things. Uh, unwanted There's groping, consent. then. Let's put yes, that Unwanted way. groping. Or yes. groping, with, groping with intent. <laughs> no, I've usually been groping back. <laughs> The, yeah, the phony it, story it, in the failing New York Times is a total fabrication, Trump says on Twitter. Written mm-hmm. by the same people as last dis- discredited story on women. What? She says in all capital letters. Well, you know what's really kind of unnerving about all this is that these women are journalists, if I'm not mistaken, which gives them some power. Oh, no, they had various uh, jobs. He yes. Didn't, he didn't... Wait a minute, the women that he groped? That, that are coming out, yeah. You, the, the, well, two the, that you, the two or three that you mentioned were all journalists, right? No, no, no. Uh, let's see. No, I th- one was interviewing him about his, about his one-year anniversary to his wife. The other was a 70-something-year-old journalist. Oh, yeah. I No, I get you. She was working on assignment. That's what. That's the language. I actually didn't get that. That she was well, a journalist. Well, doesn't this play that. into the? These, well, but no, you're correct. Oh, so on, two so of I'm them. Two this, of are, I'm saying this. These are women who have power in the media and a voice in the media to a certain extent, and we're hearing them. How many uh, beauty pageant contestants has he just wandered backstage and got and started playing grab ass with that don't feel that they if they speak up they'll be taken seriously? Right. That's what. Okay. That's what is the most unnerving about this is that there's women probably. I'm not a betting man, but I bet a lot of money that there's women out there who feel that they would be, you know, oh, okay, whatever, shined on, like, okay, honey, all right, whatever. Well, there's a reason they, they spoke up. There's a reason why these women kept silent until now. You're not going to get that leather couch. I mean, you take some furniture shopping. And also, I mean, this. this is a, a New York Times story. You know, they probably talked to more than just four people. Oh, those, def- are the, those are the four that they could definitely verify their stories. 
So, yeah. So, uh, basically, for all his huffing and puffing during the second debate about Bill Clinton, turns out he's pretty much just like Bill Clinton. So, Well, that's interesting because he wanted to make this kind of a race more about him versus Bill Clinton than it was him versus Hillary. Right? Even in the debates, he was talking about what she's done for the last 30 years going back to Bill Clinton's presidency. Hey, Donald, who's banging more chicks? Me or you? Well, to be fair, the media didn't start bringing up Bill Clinton until... Yeah, Trump started it. Yeah. Until Trump's, until Trump's camp started letting out, uh, you know... Well, wait. Started... Letting out, what do you call it? Uh, like, like it, it started, secrets started coming out or whatever. Unnamed sources from his camp were like, well, we have a bunch of stuff on what Bill did, and Hillary covered up for him. So she's no friend to, to women's rights either. Depends on what you're calling the media, so, though, also, because there's plenty of, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, right, w- right-wing radio programs that have not shut up about Bill Clinton since. Yeah, isn't it what oh, Alex yeah, Jones? Been... Haven't those people been screaming Bill Clinton is a rapist? Uh, that's Alec. They're connected to Alex Jones. Yes, like he's offering people like a thousand dollars if they get recorded saying it, and he gives them like five grand if they do it while they're wearing an Alex Jones T-shirt or some shit. Like, I don't know. I consider the source in a lot of stuff. Like if it's a pro. If it's a pro-Republican article and it's from, like, Fox News or Breitbart, nope, it's garbage. It's the same thing for me if it's if it's a pro-left article and it's from, like, NPR or CNBC. I'm like, eh. Like, who, who, who's the audience here, you know? So Trump's response is, of course, to threaten to file a lawsuit. He's going to sue for slander. He's going okay. to well. sue the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> he, he had a long-winded speech about... Uh, defending himself, saying that, you know, these are all lies and baseless accusations. And pretty much at the same time, Michelle Obama is talking about how, uh, well, the quote from her speech was, enough is enough. And, And while we see his... uh, Whatever, future former first lady... We've definitely seen his poll numbers fall. Well, I saw something today, though. He's only like right. a point behind in... Uh, or no, he's a point ahead right. in, uh, what was it, Ohio? And he's like four points behind in like... Uh, well, something that... No. Okay, you don't have to research shitting on my point. That's fine. We can move on. Most of the polls have seen his numbers fall pretty dramatically since this incident. But... We know that, take for example, Brexit. The vote in Brexit did not go how they thought it would according to polls. And it is assumed that many people who wanted to exit the European Union didn't want to admit that that's what they wanted, at least not to a stranger on the phone or whatever the case may be. That's true. There has been talk about... How much? How many of these people aren't saying that are they are going to vote for Trump? That are actually going to vote for Trump? Right. They want. They can't publicly say that they support him anymore, but they still think that he's. Be- well, yeah. I got a great quote from you actually. 
Well, let me just say I wouldn't be shocked if, I mean, Trump supporters tend to be, in my experience of my friends who are Trump supporters, who there are quite a few more of than I would have thought, they're either very vocal about it or they keep it to themselves and, and, and only talk about it in, in hushed tones with people whom they trust. So, It's like telling a black joke. I guess. How? I mean, how is that? They'll do it, you know, in close quarters among uh, their friends. Or they're just flat out racist. Yes. And they just don't give a fuck. And that's pretty much Trump supporters out of my circle of friends. They're either, I love everything he says, I don't care, this is all slander, and the media is trying to take him down, and he's anti establishment and the establishment's going to work together to take them down or they don't really say nothing and then in the middle of the conversation all of a sudden they're like you know that's why I'm voting for Trump and I'm like where the hell did that come from I've never seen you put anything on social media I've never heard you tell anyone you're voting for Trump well who I vote for is nobody's business okay all right by the way I God damn it, gotta man. say what? I, I will not make the mistake I made with this upcoming debate that I made with the second debate. I watched that shit show from beginning to end and actually took notes, and it's absolutely fucking useless because at the pace that the Trump bullshit's moving, if we were to sit here and, and go into in-depth about that second debate, we're so far behind the, oh, that's right. we, the news cycle that it'd be, it'd yeah, be a waste right. of time. That was on, yeah, that happened this week. Yeah, Jesus. We haven't had a podcast since then. But I mean, well, but well, that's what I'm saying. The, well, what did you think about the The debate? news cycle's boot so quick. I think it was absolutely ridiculous, and I think that the <laughs> moderator, first of all, the thing that, that, that I wrote down first and foremost is, why are they not cutting his mic? Why are they Trump's not, mic? He, yes. Why, are they let, why in both debates do they let this man, especially the first one, but the second good one. good for ratings as much as they don't want to admit it? I mean, no, no, no. Or, he's or, talking about when he's talking over Hillary or they're trying to get him to... To be quiet. Yeah, that's yeah. still my answer. <laughs> was the- <laughs> well, see, here's here's the other thing. To what they really need to implement in the debates is instead of just going, your time is up. Give them a fifteen second warning. Like give them a wrap it up fucking warning. All right, because every they both kept going over, but that that was just it was just amazing no, that's, that's- to me because I'm like. It's it's yes it's common for it to happen during debate for them to go over five ten seconds to finish their thought, but Trump just kept, I mean, just kept hammering away at like no I'm gonna have my say and it's just like I have never seen moderators basically throw their hands up and go have Steve well, Wilkos have come out say. no but the difference was and that's that's common practice in that style of debate that when they're told that their time is up they finish their thought and to me Hillary finished her thought she wrapped up her uh her point Mm -hmm. and when uh they told trump that his time was up he just kept repeating things that he had said earlier only a little bit louder and faster well yeah 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 so hillary's a crook i think she should be in jail and all those accusations against me are false should be the new theme at the debates Play the Stone Cold theme song. I don't. Vince I don't McMahon understand. should be the moderator of the debates. 
unless it was in the first uh, 10 minutes that I, I missed, I don't understand why Trump kept thinking that Hillary was going so far over her time than he was. And she wasn't. No, they, it, they proved she, she right. actually had less. He had like, what was it, 20 or 30 seconds more or something? Right. But it also, I mean, how immature. This Oh, I see how it is. Three against one. Wah, wah. We're expecting mature out of grabbing by the pussy? Come on. Do you hear it? Do you hear yourself? I didn't say that I expected <laughs> better of him. I'm just pointing it out. But, yeah, so a couple of things I took away is when he started, and I tried. I tried my best to stay on actual you know, things that were going to be affected by whoever's elected instead of him and his little one-liners like, you know, oh, I'd put you in jail if I was president right now and shit like that. Um, and it was it was really hard. It was really hard, especially on his end. It made me anxious to watch that shit. Like, well, I had you, to turn it off. Did you think that he was better in this debate than he was in the last one? More effective? If you like a blowhard bully, then you, that that debate basically solidified your love for Trump. Yeah, and and me, I saw a bully, you know, pacing around on stage. He was a more effective, not getting his way, right? And throwing t- basically a temper tantrum you in front of the entire nation, pumping a chair. He was more effective version of himself. Uh, yeah, like he wasn't I more. Mean, yeah. If you were on the fence, you weren't going to be convinced by that performance. But if you were, you know, already a disciple, then you were, you would be praising him. Yeah, but I mean, like when he when he tried to to hammer her hammer away at her on taxes, you know, he says, "I'm going to lower your taxes. She's going to raise your taxes. That's just that's just it. That's just all there is to it." Well, my first thing was, okay, but. From everything that I've read and heard about his tax plan and his economic plan, it's to lower income tax on the people that make more, make over 250000 and to lower capital gains tax and basically raise taxes on goods and services, which, okay, isn't that kind of playing a game here? I mean, you're saying you're lowering taxes. Not really. Basically, you're just shifting where the taxes come from. So, okay, so you get a little bit, you know, you, you don't take as much of a tax hit on April 15th. If, if you make, let's say, $750,000 a year, but throughout the year, you're getting higher taxes on everything you buy and all, all the services you need. So, I, I, wait, there once was- again. You're telling me that there was talk about policy in this debate? For <laughs> as much as I do that, as you, much as I tried. You watched it for the policy? To find it. I, 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 seriously. No, I, I, I'm I, kidding. But Rich I, read Playboy for the articles. He was that guy. But no, I mean, it's like, in, and when with Russia, are we now at war with Russia? Did I miss something? I mean, why is Russia playing such a, a, a big role in these debates about and not not like what's going on with Russia and other countries, but what's going on with everything happening here. Well, the fe- the federal so, government did come out this week saying that they believe 
uh, somebody in Russia, not necessarily the Russian government, but that the hack, the recent hacks of uh, the release of Hillary Clinton's transcripts and the uh, the emails that released uh, from the Democratic uh, Party, that those all originated from a Russian company with kind of still implying that it was most likely the Russian government that did this. But again, Donald's the one who keeps bringing this up. All these things that were like, why are we talking about that? Because of Donald. He's the one who's forcing these issues. <laughs> like, he has no one but himself to blame for his failures. And now he's going to determinedly take down the rest of the party with him, it seems like. But they're a bunch of fucking... The, the fucking self-righteous pussies from Mount Pius. Like, that's... I think they deserve to be taken down. Bunch of fucking hypocrites. I, the one, I the certainly one didn't see it like a better candidate amongst them either. Not saying that yeah. I think that they made the right choice in Trump, but and I saw a tweet on uh, Sunday, which is it definitely comes from the far left, but I totally agreed with it, and it was calling out all of these Republicans, pretty much saying like Donald Trump has talked shit about Hispanics, blacks, uh, Muslims. But your line is white women. Get the fuck out of here. Is pretty much what the tweet said. Yeah, like you can you can shut up with all of this. Holier well, than now. I have a mother. I have a hey, Samantha well, B made a good point on Monday. A hundred percent of us have a woman relative. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like right. <laughs> well, I think yeah. the one thing that he that he went after her about, as far as her past service that is a legit point <clears throat> and it's the only thing I could find to be honest with you is about all the promises she made to upstate New York when she was running for senator in New York and I can tell you from experience from living up there outside of pockets of affluence it's it's a fucking wasteland up there jobs have dried up I mean people are taking any job they can get Corporations are have just packed up and moved and left. I mean, there's so much Section 8 housing in upstate and central New York that people don't realize. For as much money as in New York City, it's that poor upstate. I mean, I've been to parts of the South where there's people living, and you would think it's something out of a, like you know a Steinbeck novel, and it's comparable to parts of upstate New York that I used to live right next to. And at one point lived in myself. Just take away the southern accents. So, I mean, she's ineffective as a, as a, as a politician about all her promises. If that's his best, best blow against her and her service, well, that's most politicians. Isn't ineffectual politicians why you have people who say, fuck the, the left and right, let's vote for Libertarian Party, let's vote for the Green Party. Right, it's not. Let's try something different. They it should be. It seems like the Republicans. Uh, there was a story that I was reading on the New York Times about the split that Donald Trump is causing in the Republican Party, and the fear is not so much that somebody's going to uh, 
decide not to vote for Trump and instead vote for Hillary. It's that they will decide not to vote for Trump and instead stay home. Because there are House and Senate elections that are coming up as well. Mm -hmm. And if the conservatives don't show up, then you could be looking at the the, uh, Republicans losing their control of both the House and Senate, possibly. So not only having Hillary winning in what looks like it could be a, a landslide decision, but a complete turnover of both houses. Uh, I, is, that's not really good for anyone. I mean, any way you want to slice it, yeah, Trump's not good for the Republican Party, but when that's the only other strong party out there and all you have are, uh, are liberals controlling everything with no checks and balances in the system... It's not an ideal situation either. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it in two thousand when Bush got elected that the Republicans also controlled the House and the Senate? No, yeah, I, I, I th- well, I think during his second term, the Democrats took control. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of and it. And then Barry Obama's got in, and the Democrats were in control for a minute. And then Barry Obama's second term, the Republicans took control back. So if they do have a majority for, it'll probably only last two years, most likely. And you know, and whatever party has has control of the the presidency, the House and the Senate, the other party is going to do their best to throw monkey wrenches into everything and slow everything down to a crawl until the next election cycle, because that's what they do. Well, that's what they do anyway. That's what they do now with the majority, and they're very good at it because they have the majority. In the minority, they're uh, basically left with, you know, trying to filibuster. That's their their only recourse, really. If they don't have uh, if they don't have uh, the votes to actually stop something. But and then yeah, just uh, remember that filibuster. Anyways, about the about the second debate, I. I mean, the rest of it, it's like, it's basically just observations on how, once again, we're watching a presidential debate where one of the candidates is literally doing nothing but talking shit about the other candidate. I mean, it there was nothing of any substance there. Even Hillary was, oh, if you want to know my plan in detail, go to my website. Right, and, and Trump was like... My economic policy, I'll tell you, it's going to be a hell of a lot better than Hillary's, I'll tell you. That's everything he started out with. Well, you know, it's going to be better than what Hillary's done for the last 30 years. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Sounds more like a a Sonic the Hedgehog level right now. Oh, there we go. There's the circus (laughs) music. That's what I recognize. The music to the debate on the 19th. Well, I, I was hey, trying to find this quote. Everybody. I had read earlier this quote, and I wish I wrote it down because I think that this uh, article that I was reading was amended, and the quote was removed from it because I can't find it anywhere in there now. It was from a Trump supporter, and the gist of it was well, that's horrible what he said, and it doesn't make me feel good about him as a person. But we have to remember that we're up against somebody who 
is a professional liar and we have to change things in this country. He Pe- lies people all the time. <laughs> Hold on. But she says, we have to change things in this country. Uh, people are being beheaded. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where in this country people are being beheaded. They're not. It's it's because over in those shithole countries that they've been fighting since recorded history, they're still doing that shit because for all the bullshit that you really want to, that, that, that the left wants to fucking hide and go, well, no, 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 no. You know, we, we can't talk shit about Islam. We can't talk shit about this. Let's be honest here. Islam is like one of the only major religions who didn't go through the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment really didn't touch Islam. All right? And they do not bend their religion to, even though it may be 50 years behind the times, like with the Catholic Church or the Southern Baptist here in the, you know, in the States, uh, when you get to the hardline Islam, like, like the radical Muslims, they're not willing to bend anything. Period. I mean, women are still walking around all covered up. You will still be killed if you break, if if you have gay sex and they're fucking and they find out about it. But yeah, but what this really means is that this person is voting out of fear that the most important issue to her is security. And it's a false fear. I'm sorry. What? How much? Really? What is the odds of Red Dawn happening nowadays, where all of a sudden, just on the east and west coast, we're just besieged by Muslims who just start beheading the infidels, and they want to meet in the middle of America eventually? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not going to happen. There's enough rednecks to take them fuckers out before they even get past fucking the Rust Belt. If you really wanted, <laughs> if that's what you really wanted from your national leader is somebody who is going to try and keep you more safe, yeah, have less chance of you dying randomly, then you should support somebody who is in favor of self-driving cars or fatty foods, you know? I mean, I'm not saying I would support this type of person, this type of candidate. I don't... I mean, yes, uh, a terrorist get, act is is way closer to an act of God to me than it is, you know, uh, about securing a border. You know, of course we want to have a military so that another nation can't just walk in here and take over. We don't necessarily have a military to... I mean, when people die because of a hurricane, unless it's a situation where, like, you know, Bush just doesn't care about black people and doesn't send any help, then uh, people are going to die, and that's unfortunate, but this is like an act of God. Same way, like, you're going to have crazy people that are going to try and kill people. And, you know, certainly a government shouldn't be in favor of something like that, but there's not really anything that they can do to prevent that. You have better odds of being shot by, by someone you know in your family who's a completely responsible right. and legal gun owner than you do by dying by an act of terrorism. What if four of these Skittles could kill you, Aaron? 
if <laughs> yeah i mean uh i don't know okay. i lost and and, and just just real quick the, the whole skittle thing what i found funny is and this is just the way my mind works he said if out of a bag of skittles if or could kill you would you still eat them 60 percent of marriages and that, that's just first marriages end in divorce i bet you that asshole's married there so there, there you go he as far as cost risk cost risk analysis he's not exactly a fucking a plus student on that one but something i did i did know uh hear from independent sources people that were talking on the internet people you know bloggers and stuff is <clears throat> and i'm not sure how to feel about this so i'm just going to throw this out there it seems like the Democratic Party is pretty much abandoning the middle-aged, non-college-educated, working-class white folks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that they've pretty much given up even, even bringing... Because almost every single special interest group or group... I don't want to say special interest group, but a group of, of people that are in... A, our social consciousness at the moment was brought up by Hillary, except for middle class, non college educated white people. Which that was her, that was her husband's bread and butter twenty years ago. You know, I mean, when she brought up Obamacare, she said, "Well, one of the the great successes of Obamacare is that women pay the same amount for Obamacare as men do." Okay, yeah, that that's good. Okay, whatever. But why do men still pay more for car insurance, for life insurance, for other types of insurance? That wasn't even, you know, don't act like we, we've, we've settled the score and everything's, it's an even playing field across the board for everybody. It's not. And what, I'm not hearing anything about jobs, manufacturing jobs from the left. I'm not hearing anything about it. And the union used to be the biggest supporters of the left. Now, yeah, a lot of unions sold out their members. So the people at the top could could live fat off and high, and, and high off the hog, but this, we're not gonna we're not gonna rebuild this country through service industry jobs alone, and we need to have manufacturing jobs and we need to have them here. Trump gives it lip service, but I haven't heard anything from him that actually sounds like a concrete plan. Anyways, it sounds like it's, he's just firing off off the hip with talking points that people tell him, hey. You say these buzzwords, and it'll 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 strike a chord with this group of people. Not and it, the thing of just being argumentative, but do we need manufacturing jobs? They don't. We just need a healthy economy, and we need uh, the government to get out of the way from business uh, businesses staying here and thriving. And I, I don't necessarily say that we don't need manufacturing, but I don't think that that's what needs to carry our, it's not the backbone of our economy anymore. Okay, but why is the backbone of burgeoning, burgeoning countries back, uh, their economy? I mean, the, the, the best times yeah, we had right? as far as... That's where ours went. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, say, I don't believe that we need to have strong manufacturing in this country to have a healthy economy. We need something for unskilled people to do. 
And it's not even necessarily unskilled. It's just a matter of non-college educated. You could, if you're, you could be an electrician, and if you can't find work, what good is it for all your expertise? And if you think any idiot can be an electrician, I, I, you know what? Go out and try the job. Yeah, but if, well, if you're an electrician and you can't find work, then you probably suck. Or you live in an area that it's absolutely fucking depressed. And the only, the only type of shit you can find is the type of shit I used to do. Oh, you're relamping the Chrysler Tech Center. I'm, ta- I'm literally taking pl- fucking fluorescent lights out and putting new ones in. I knew a lot of electricians that did that shit between when, when, when st- like they did jobs like that when the the building of new you know the built excuse me hold on yeah getting ahead of myself when new buildings weren't being put up and they weren't needed for that they they fell back on jobs like that those are jobs that absolutely waste the education they have and the and the expertise they have in their field and yeah okay well you can say well what a move to where the jobs are all right so literally we're going we're going to go back to the Dust Bowl era, and there's just going to be groups of wandering people moving around looking for work? No, I don't think you have to move to where the jobs are, but you do have to adapt to what the jobs' needs are. And if we're not talking about somebody who is college-educated anyway, I mean, so you, you maybe suffer at a lower wage at a job you don't like for a few years while you take night school classes or retrain for something else. I mean, it's just, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with uh, the idea that we can't move away from uh, coal in this country because it, it's such a, an essential part of our economy and that we will be leaving many workers behind that don't have skills in other fields. Well, that's just the way shit is. You can't hold the whole nation back based on a minority of population that might be out of work because they can't or won't retrain themselves tell that to, to an, do something like else. An entire town in West Virginia where that whole to. town's yes. existence and economy thrives on... Yes, you do. So, okay, so they, There's opportunities to find other ways to make your living if, or I'll move tell you, like, The whole away. town is there because of it. Like Situations sure. like that. You're just telling them, oh, tough shit. Time moves on. Well, yes. okay, okay, and I find it funny that if that is really the harsh reality of what we have to do, yeah, that when it comes to money, all of a sudden we're willing to nut up and tell people, hey, guess what? Life isn't fair. Suck it up. Don't know what to tell you. But when it comes to social policy, to the two three percent, we'll pander to them instead of going, hey, guess what? Life isn't fair. Don't know what to fucking tell you. Suck it up and move on. I mean, I. So once again, it, it's all based on money. If it's costing us money, then all of a sudden we're going to be we're going to whip out the tough love card. If it's based on people's feelings, like like that that when I sent you from that sign from Whole Foods that you oh you can't use uh, uh, gender specific pronouns because it's harmful, harmful. Dude, yeah, that shit was ridiculous. Uh, Should we read okay, it? Th- it I mean, yeah, just, just, Wait. it's short. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a sign they hung in their, their window. Let's wrap up I, I guarantee you that's I, one store in a very liberal area. I guarantee that. I wanted to talk about Miley Cyrus too, so we can get to that all in one conversation. San Francisco Whole Foods. 
This, I mean, I don't know. Where would we find the most I wanted concentrated to get, people? Transgendered people. New York, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, somewhere. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the, on the Billy Bush story. Because I think he, is, he got railroaded. I saw yeah. the John Oliver shit. I still think Billy Bush got ra- railroaded. Well, his lawyers, Mar- Marshall his jo- Grossman told the Hollywood Reporter, if Billy had been passive or responded, shut the fuck up to Trump, Billy would have been out of a job the next day. Yeah, he's supposed to, was he a professional sycophant? Like, right. isn't that what he was being? Wasn't he re- just doing his job? You just talk about this to Rich yesterday. Isn't his job to be a yes man on a show like that? To yeah. every guest? Oh, Whitney Houston, everything you say is so funny. R.I.P. You know, or other celebrities, like, you know, Oh, Sean Penn, you're hilarious. Yeah. What F. Was, Murray Abraham, you're killing me. I don't know. I'm just. What was that one time thought to be a uh, an amenable split between him and NBC is now definitely going to be a knockdown drag out. Good, because it's bullshit. I don't think he did anything wrong. He was doing his job as the host of Access Hollywood in 2005. He was still the relatively unknown Billy Bush. He's just he was doing what he had to do. He's bullshitting with a guest. It says that uh, he informed NBC colleagues about his Trump conversation as far back as August. Ooh, eight weeks ago? When he was covering the Olympics, yeah. So that means that that conversation from 11 years ago has stuck in his mind to the point where when he thought, oh, shit, this might, the blowback might fuck me up. I better say something. Either, either that or he had somehow found out about it. Like, he knew that this was being saved as an October surprise and that it was going to come up again. Because gotcha. it does seem weird, doesn't it, that he would just kind of randomly be like, oh... I mean, I know he is really tight with Trump. So, actually, with him being so tight with Trump, it seems like he would keep his mouth shut about it, wouldn't he? He wouldn't go around telling people about, oh, I, I was on a bus with Trump and he was talking about grabbing women's pussies. I think his firing is, one, a preemptive strike to save face. Because in today's world, if you say, actions speak louder than words... And him laughing at what Trump said is basically, in some people's minds, him rubber stamping it and, and, and co-signing on it. So he has to be punished. Well, no, did you hear the, 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 the big stink is because he put that model in danger by having her hug Donald Trump. That's supposedly his big sin in this what? whole ordeal. Why are reading this garbage? <laughs> put her in danger? That is supposed, that's supposedly the big stink. Is he put her in danger by having her hug Donald Trump? I mean, he, at that point, he was on camera. He wasn't going to, like, grope her right there. He understood that he, he was going to grab recorded. her in the pussy right on camera. Shh. Hey, dude, guys, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if there's footage of him doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I mean, granted... He knew that if he knows the camera's on him at that moment, I doubt, I highly doubt. Look, Billy. He would do it. It's just like a bowling ball. But if, but if there's like just footage of a wedding that he's at in the background, there might be footage of him grabbing somebody by the pussy. 
it's I just get a feeling about that. But honestly, I think part of the reason he got fired, like I said, was a, it was a preemptive strike on what, what is what is it a Hollywood minute or whatever the fuck bullshit infotainment show it is. Access Hollywood tonight. Access Hollywood edition oh. affair current. <clears throat> whatever the fuck. MC. And the other part is, and even though I don't support Trump, I personally think this is a little bullshit if it is true. It's just my personal feeling. I think the fact that he is as tight with Trump and he does support Trump as much as he does didn't win him any favors with anyone that had to make the decision whether to keep him or let him go. That's true. He, he's definitely, he wasn't on the Hollywood politics side in this case. Hollywood definitely is not. Uh, well, dude, look who they had to have speak at the RNC. Scott Bayo, uh, fucking Antonio Sabato. I mean, there was not exactly a long line of celebrities lining right. up to endorse those. Yeah, Billy Bush definitely is on the wrong side of if Hollywood If he didn't already politics. have a, a recent history of being a Trump stooge, he probably could have gotten away with just, you know, saying, hey, I, I, you know, that's just my job. I'm just supposed to, you know, make everyone feel comfortable, not control what they say or try and challenge somebody when they're coming on the show. Yeah, his outgoing message probably isn't uh, doing him any favors. Yeah, then he's he can't come to the phone because he's out helping Trump make America great again. Yeah. Uh, you know, back to the debate real quick because Trump had mentioned in his debate about how he hasn't paid taxes in however many years and how that makes him smart. And by the way, Warren Buffett, he said, he specifically named Warren Buffett and a lot of other Hillary contributors who have used the same exemptions he had to avoid paying taxes completely. And Warren Buffett actually called Trump's bluff recently and released his, <laughs> and released his taxes to show that, uh, according to him, he has paid federal income tax every year since 1944. Whoops. Uh, yeah, it's got it. He made uh, 11 and a half million dollars last year. Deductions five, almost five and a half million. Federal income tax return for the year was 1.8 million dollars. So he's, while it's only 16 percent of his total income, that's still. A healthy contribution as a taxpayer. Sixteen <laughs> percent of his total income. What is the flat tax when they were talking about that? Wasn't it like seventeen, eighteen percent for everybody across the board when they were talking about they want they were pushing yeah. for the flat tax? Right. So basically, millionaires would pay marginally a little bit more under a yeah. flat tax. Wonderful, great, yeah. Well, you know, I bet you Warren Buffett could probably pay less taxes. But it's, oh, it's, you know what? Nothing's stopping him. That's true, but nothing's stopping him from cutting an extra check and sending it out to the Department of Treasury either. What do you mean? There's no law that says that you have to pay only what your taxes say. You can oh, send more to them if you sure. would like. Yeah. They're, no, they're going to happily take that from you. But there's probably he could have probably found some more loopholes or finagled his stuff more in a way that Trump does. He just it feels like... 16% is fair num is a fair number to pay. That's what he should be paying, and that's what he's going to pay. And I, I just, I, I know the argument, we can go deep down the rabbit hole on, but 
Trump saying he's smart because he doesn't pay taxes. Trump, you're smart enough to hire an accountant who knows enough loopholes to get you to pay no taxes. It's not like he sat down with TurboTax <laughs> at his fucking Mac <laughs> and figured out how to pay no taxes. smart enough to know his mic wasn't on. I'm sorry, what did you say? You broke up there. He wasn't smart enough to know that his mic was on. Or he just didn't care, guys. And that's the scary part. One is scary, the other is even worse, in my opinion. Because he just, he lives in Trump world. It's like that Kevin Smith talking about working for Prince to make that documentary. He goes, Prince has lived in Prince world so long, it could be 3.30 in the morning in January in Minnesota. And Prince will go, I need a camel. You've reached Billy Bush's office. He's busy making America great again. Please leave a message. Is that... It sounds like him, kind of, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like him doing, like, okay... We just hang out with Donald Trump. Remember John Miller? It sounds like him doing his, quote-unquote, gay assistant. (laughs) How would my gay assistant sound? Yeah, if I had a gay assistant, that's what... Trump was his own publicist. Remember, yeah, yeah. They, John Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is friends with Trump. So maybe he's taking a page out of the Trump playbook. Well, you have, I know how to save money on a, on a, on a publicist. I, I'm, not, I'm my best publicist. I'm the best publicist ever. You just get a phone book and you pick out two names, all right? And that's who you say you are. They don't know you're on the phone. You had mentioned uh, Whole Foods. Earlier, because you had posted a picture of a sign. I ate at Whole Foods today. Why their food? I didn't eat there. That's not why, though. Yes. Right? No. Rich sent us a sign from Whole Foods. And I saw the sign, and it opened up my mind. Did it, though? I saw the or sign. Or did it raise your blood pressure? Because that's what it did with <laughs> mine. No, it didn't. I was merely quoting Ace of Base. Yeah, um... Basically, this is what it says. It says, Whole Foods ask you. By the way, I, now that I'm looking at it, isn't Whole Foods, the Whole Foods I'm thinking of, aren't they two words? Yeah, but this could be under the guise of fancy signage. Okay. All right, Whole Foods asks that you don't use gendered language when talking to customers and servers, and they give examples like, thanks, brother, thanks, hello, brother. ladies, hello, Hulk sir. Hulk Hogan can't go to Whole Foods. <laughs> He's out. They... <laughs> Whole Foods. Wait, wait, what now? Hulk Hogan oh. can't go to Whole Foods. They <laughs> can't shop there. Thanks, brother. <laughs> no hoaxer at Whole Foods. <laughs> Drink your prayers, get eight hours of drugs, and sleep with milk. <laughs> so you can't say, thanks, brother. You can't say, hello, ladies. So Val Venus. That's how I imagine go. it being said, too, is, hello, <laughs> ladies. Tim Meadows can't go. Or, hello, sir. Hello, sir. Okay, you can't be respectful at Whole Foods. And it says there are examples of gendered language and is harmful to trans and non-binary folk. Use non-gendered language instead. Them, they, people, person, or folks. Okay. Well, it's harmful this- to 0.03% of the population. But, but what can you do? What can you really do? do? Can you blame Whole Foods for this when all they're trying to do is prevent themselves from some wacko trying to protest them or have some lawsuit of discrimination? 
Well, because I said... They're just safeguarding themselves against the insane world out there. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's what's more ludicrous, the sign or the fact that they had to make the sign. Yeah, I think, yeah, the reasons they had to make that sign are ridiculous. By the way, the sign is a black sign with uh, <laughs> with teal and what you call it, magenta. Very, very wham, hmm. like 1980s like colors. It's it's fabulous. So, I, I, well, they want they want Miley Cyrus to uh, shop there. I think she well, identifies as pansexual. Real well, real quick before you move on. We're not Miley Cyrus. This is the same want, conversation. I, I just want to say about. Well, no, no I, I. But Chris, you said what? Point three. Because I did that. I, I started researching it, and the highest number I could come up with is if you combine the LGBTQ. X, Y, Z, A, B, C, sometimes <laughs> Y, community. And it would still be under 3% of the U.S. population by their well, own admission. Point three. Okay, so I'm willing to say that you have some people that are deep in the closet and they'll never admit it. So let's bump it up to 5%. 5%. No, that's still way so too we high. have to change the nature of our high. very language. We're in under and, a percentage. Yeah, I had a point in front of mine there, sir. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is if you combine the LGBTQ community all together, uh, you think? that would be around 3% according to them. And, I'm, and then I said take, add another 2% for the people that are deep in the closet or don't want to admit that they're whatever. So let's bump it up to 5%. He's just, he's, I mean, I'm, I'm going as high as we could possibly go. He is bad in the numbers. That means... If that is as high as a number it is, is it, that we are literally changing the, our language and the way we talk to people and the way we greet people for 5% of 317 million people's comfort. That is fucking ridiculous. That is stupid. Let's, let's be honest. If you see someone who looks like me dressed up as a woman, you think either Halloween came early he doesn't own a mirror, or he's try, or he's transgendered. He's just not very good at it. You know how to address me. Uh, okay, I'd say what's up. <laughs> you would play, yeah. You would, you would, you would either Straight be non-committal or you'd play the pronoun game. Yo. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've, I've, I've had customers come in where I've worked over the years, and it was like. It's time for androgyny. Hey, it's Pat. I couldn't tell what the fuck. You approach him from behind, and you're like, uh, "Hey, can I help you, m- uh, m- uh, my my very favorite my customer, friend. my friend? <laughs> yes, my friend, my friend, hmm. but, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, buddy. You know, uh, well, buddy that might have a male connotation. That's kind of yeah. Well, that's true. That's hate speech. No. Can't say buddy. What if you go, buddy? You know, you go up at the end, like a question. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> you're either being an asshole or you're being uh, uh, Polly Shore. <laughs> either way, it's worse. Either way, you can't wheeze the juice. Um, I mean, look, it's, it's, a, it's a silly sign. It's even sillier that... Uh, it's just... I like... I can't even get mad about this shit anymore. It doesn't even bother me. I just laugh at it because I'm like, you know what? First of all, if you're that bad at looking like the gender that you feel you were born as, get some fucking surgery. 
I don't know what to tell you. Learn how to put on makeup better. All right? I, what do you want me to fucking say? Well, I'm I, sorry. You know, part, 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 part of the reason why I wanted to bring this up, though, is because this is really honestly something that affects everyone. We could all find ourselves in a situation where we mistakenly address somebody, offend them, and then possibly end up reprimanded at our job or demoted or fired from it. It With the right amount of attention, and that's pretty easy these days, seeing as uh, everybody's on social media and ready to be offended at the drop of a hat, anybody is in the crosshairs for this type, for being... Uh, tangled up in this type of controversy. Well, then I guess I'll have to lose a job because I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to work in a predominantly black neighborhood and really the only white faces in it were the people that I worked with. I'm not going to refer to our customers as them and they. That's a good way to get my white boy ass beat on the way out. Yeah, after say, my yeah shift. In the wrong neighborhood. You say them and they. What'd you say? I might as well say, hey, boy, you're next. Seriously, I'm not even fucking around. So fuck them. Yes, them. And I do mean that racially. No, I don't. But you know, but you get what I'm saying. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, 0.3% is, is the number that Chris came up with. My very inflated numbers, and I admit that, 5%. So I have a 95% chance... Of not offending someone, or how about this? Let's say if, let's say if it is five percent, just for shits and giggles. Let's say two point five percent. Half those people would understand if you said, uh, "How you doing today, sir?" And then they looked up and realized, "Oh, I'm sorry," and you apologize. And you know what they do? They fucking understand why. Because it I have I have to believe. I have to believe. It's it's got to be 50-50 that in a one-on-one situation with another human being, at least 50% of the population is not that fucking pussified and angry that they're trying to destroy your life because you accidentally used the wrong pronoun with them. I have to believe that. 1.4 million adults identify as transgender in America. Study from NPR. The population of the... The population of Detroit when we started Specs. That's a drop in the bucket to the rest well, of this country. There's, yeah. there's, I can understand I can understand the confusion when it comes to transgendered people. But then I, I kind of lump... Well, Miley would like to be lumped into this category, I think. She identifies as pansexual. Does that just mean she is, has to fuck everything? It means that she's a millennial who thinks that she has to make up a, a term for something that already existed so that she could own it in her own way. Pansexual, yep. the difference between pansexual and just being bisexual is that you do not, uh, you don't see gender, basically. Uh, uh, she it says, I don't feel straight, I don't feel it's gay. It's a big difference in the dark. Um, One goes in. My, my whole life, I didn't understand my own gender, my own sexuality. I always hated the word bisexual because that's even putting me in a box. And pansexual doesn't. You're just going from one box to another. I don't, even, I don't ever think about someone being a boy or someone being a girl. My eyes start opening uh, 
in the fifth or sixth grade. Uh, my first relationship in my life was with a chick. Yeah, that's right. You're so you're you're bisexual. So what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what well, I did, I just don't understand. Of I don't understand the concept of thinking about somebody as male or female. Okay. Uh, uh, well, here's oh god. I bet. Do you have a? Bet you if you ask. I bet you if you ask her this question, she will answer this way. In fact, if we really want to bore our listeners, we could dig up a fucking interview where she would say this. If you ask her, are gay people born that way, she would say yes, and it would be an emphatic yes. But yet if you ask her, is gender a social construct, she would say yes. Really? Right. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. How do you... How do you reconcile those two beliefs? I don't know. This is... This is the far left she, she just run away. being as crazy as the far right. The far right who want religion to make, who want religious laws and, and their religion of their choosing to rule us. These are people on the far left, these asinine, feeling-based, not based in reality, just wherever the wind blows is where they're willing to go. Yeah. And wherever the, the, the herd goes, they're willing to follow. Well, most of the herd's over there, and then there's some of the herd over here. Well, let's go over here. Now we're going to turn on those people, which is the left eating itself, which it constantly does. Look at the Bernie Sanders-Hillary thing. It's the uh, they're secular extremists. Exactly. They're flipped. They, are a, they, it, they both took a picture of a shit sandwich, and they're photo negatives. If you flip the, the negative over, one side's the far left, one side's the far right, and it's both of a shit sandwich. <laughs> Fuck these people. They're fucking jokes. And the problem is we're not gonna we're not gonna not talk about it because obviously it's in the news and we're a topical podcast. But I can guarantee you, at least with me, if you two choose to give these people weight, that's you that's on you. These people get no fucking play in my fucking on, on how serious I take them. They're a fucking joke. You're a bunch of teenagers trying to fit in. And, and for whatever reason, we as a society has to have decided that now teenagers who don't know shit about shit, and it's just going to keep getting younger until we put a stop to this shit and tell kids, guess what? Shut the fuck up. You're a kid for a reason. You don't know shit about shit. You haven't been around long enough. They're just going to keep inventing shit like this because that's what kids do. They rebel. And I guarantee the other day was world coming out day. And I have friends. I have I have friends' kids that came out as pansexual and and Fruit Loop sexual, and I like to pee on balloons and have a goat lick it off, and all this bullshit that they come <laughs> up with, right? And I guarantee you, in ten years, if Facebook's still around and that pops up as a memory in their newsfeed, if they do share it, they're going to have a good laugh about it. Right. But more than likely, they're going to be embarrassed and just click past that shit. Or it'll be like a, a throwback Thursday topic. Like, remember when we were all pansexual? Yeah, exactly. Remember when we were all grunge for a minute? And then in the, even if we really weren't, we got labeled that way in the 90s. That was a fun uh, six months until fucking pop music took back over, wasn't it? It's just, it. it's silly. And, and what, okay, look, I think, I think, I, at least I feel this way. I don't care who you're attracted to. I don't care if you identify with... See, my problem is when I hear people say, I identify with. Like, 
like my buddy Corey or Ads. and him being a furry. He's like, I identify with anthropomorphism. I can never say that fucking anthropomorphization. word. Anthropomorphization? Yeah. Which one are you trying to say? Anthropo- Anthropomorphic? Yes, thank you. Like He's like, ever since I was a little kid, I identified with those cartoons and movies and, or you know, and stuff like that. Okay, yep. but he Bugs doesn't Bunny say... Bugs getting he, dressed up as a woman. Just that, Bugs Bunny walking around. Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> just Bugs Bunny walking around on two feet i guess is what he identified with i don't know i i'm not in his head but i understand that he understands that he is not an animal trapped in a human's body there's a difference there and that's what a lot of these younger people that that they're hopping on the sorry we've i've completed my my sith training definitely get off my lawn or me and the emperor are going to come after you but these little fucking clicks and these little fucking bandwagons they, they, they jump on because oh this is the hot new this is the hot new thing. That's all it is. The problem is for whatever reason we've decided to take these kids' voices seriously on social media. Yes. And why why can't we just do what we have always done since the beginning of history and go, shut the fuck up? And move on with our adult lives. It makes no sense. That is what irritates me. This is our own doing. This is this is the tail end of the baby boomers Whitney's and Generation fault. X. Pa- tail end of the baby boomers and Gen X parenting right here. That's what this. That's what got us here. It's Whitney Houston's fault. Fucking children are our future. <laughs> she didn't write that. Come on, you know that. Whoever wrote that, that's their fault. <laughs> she's saying it she was the mouthpiece well she okay so Miley Cyrus I believe comes out, the, says the she's, children she, of the future it's like you might as well sing about I believe the sun will come up tomorrow yeah I know right <laughs> it's I like, believe oh my. the world won't end in the next 10 days <laughs> <laughs> so Miley, Miley Cyrus comes out and says she's pansexual great wonderful yeah, not only I, that honest, she's pansexual, but she is coming out as like a spokesperson for for what for, for all pansexual. For I want to fuck everything. For not being picky. Yeah, <laughs> spokesman for my empowerment comes from feeling like I have a purpose now. See, the the way I've heard it explained is that bisexual usually there's a bias towards one gender or the other, and they usually. The most percentage of people who are bisexual will not be attracted to a transgendered person or a gender fluid person or a gender neutral person. Whereas pansexual is you're attracted to the personality, and it, regardless of what what they identify as. Right, but that's what bisexual people say. I think it's more trying to di- they're trying to distance themselves from bisexual people because we've seen so many people come out and say, "Well, I'm not attracted to gender. I'm just attracted to people." And then they get married to a man or a woman, and they're with that person for the rest of their lives. And I'm like, "Well, then clearly you had a preference. It wasn't that you didn't see gender." Well, I mean, look at someone like Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury was married, but Freddie Mercury also carried on very long-term relationships with men. I mean, I, I've I've said this. I, I in, 
Yeah, but Freddie Mercury is married. Like Elton John was married. Like after a while, they was. (laughs) I think they had their preferences, and it was pretty clear. Yeah. Dude. Well, I mean, this kind of goes back to the this kind of goes back to the old argument of can a, can a man be truly bisexual? You either suck dick or you don't suck dick. And if you stick a dick in your mouth, you're gay. Right. And I don't I don't Fucking I don't, pussy I don't buy, make you any less I, gay. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the old joke is, you know, I built a deck once. I'm not a deck builder, but I sucked one dick, and for the rest of my life, I'm a cocksucker. You know, it, right. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, I've met people who I believe are truly bisexual when they tell me, and I'm like, so do you, you know, and they're like, I could be happy in a relationship with a man or a woman. And I'm like, I, I look at, I look at how they've conducted themselves. I look at their history and I go, I believe you. I, I, I truly believe that. I have a friend whose ex-wife I believe is one of the very few bisexual women I've met because it seems like, especially in my 20s, every woman I met at a bar said she was bisexual. But I think we all know what that was really about. Hey, I'm going to kiss this girl because I've had a few drinks. Everybody pay attention to me. Mm. You're not bisexual, honey. I want to see you fucking munching carpet. I want to see early morning dew on your upper lip. Get in there. (laughs) Get your face in it. Yeah, peel it off, let it dry, peel it off, and eat it like a fruit roll-up later. That proves <laughs> to me you're bisexual, okay? Uh, <laughs> go through what we go through, and then I'll buy the bisexual bit. <laughs> but still, here's the thing. Is it because we... And this is, this is where I really think it, the, the crux of this situation is. Is it because us as the older generation, for the most part, if someone goes... like, our, If one of our children... Or a friend of ours' children said, came out and said they were bisexual. We'd go, okay, good for you. And it's no big deal. Is it because now they can go, I'm pansexual? And because we go, what the fuck is this made-up shit? They get the reaction that they were actually looking for. Which is, I've, I managed to piss off the older crowd. Because that's all you're about most of the time when you're a teenager. No, I have a fetish involving a goat boy. Some pipes. <laughs> taking me all wrong. Great. There's certain things that you just don't need to tell your family members either. I exactly. Can, I, I can only get off in the reverse centaur position. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that exists, but if it doesn't, we made it up the other day in the Weedsman. The reverse centaur. <laughs> yep. That's where, well... All we I, know is someone's fucking a horse. I think ultimately I decided that the horse costume was optional. But the original concept would take place inside a horse costume where the head was cut off so that the man could just stick his torso <clears> out <throat> the hole and be a centaur. But he would have to turn around so that the girl could blow him while she was in the bent-over position uh, because she is the hind legs of the horse. Jesus Christ, man. Or she could just blow a horse. That's how the LARPing nerds get off. <laughs> Oh, oh, I explained so much about my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, guys, what's your take on that? The whole, because if, 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 if someone comes out as gay or bisexual, for most people these days, it's like, eh, okay, whatever. But if they it's come out, out as business. some crazy. You tell me you're if bisexual. They come out some crazy, like, meh, you tell me you're pansexual, I'm annoyed. Because you're gilding the lily. 
And I mean, think about it. It's it's not even just I'm pansexual. It's I'm pansexual, and now you have to change how you address me because of that. It's like really okay if you want to if you were transgendered and you said I prefer you to be to be addressed as, as a female, even though I was born a male. I have no problem with that. I refer to you how you ask me to, and it's just like going back to this sign. If I'm at a job and I refer to someone as who obviously, to, to me, and to the rest of the world, the majority of the world carries themselves and looks like a male as a male, and they go, "I rather you, pref- I prefer you, refer to me as female." I'll do it. I don't give a shit. It's no sweat off my back. But don't get in my face and tell me that I have to address everybody as this shit for a tiny percentage of the population. That's re- that's fucking retarded. I told you, my policy, which we should fucking introduce, is everybody gets one with a transgender. All right? Everybody gets everybody gets one mistake. Everybody gets one oops. It's like the national policy. Uh, we all get one. Can you get three? <laughs> three. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. I think we're going to need three on that one. Everyone no, gets three, three? Three strikes and you're out policy, I think. Wait a minute, what are we talking about with mistake here? Because I get the feeling that Aaron's talking about his rave days. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying here? If you but need ex- three... Accidentally, like... He's like, no, we can't have one, guy. I already have one. <laughs> Let's make it three. Cause yeah. I, made, I, I, I don't know. I made the mistake twice. <laughs> So if we, if we say three, I'm not gay. Yo, dog, if she was a tranny, that was the Mona Lisa trannies. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you know she was a woman? Oh, because her, the only thing bigger than her Adam's apple was her dick, so you have no proof. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask her how she identifies? I'm sorry. Exactly. They, they identify. How Zay Zer identifies. Zay. Zer. Isn't Zer like a god in like Scientology or something? I can't even keep it. Eventually, we're going to start making so much, or Twitter's going to start making so much shit up when it comes to gender and all this crap that they're going to be just they're just going to have to start stealing from like yeah science fiction. Like it's just it's just going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I, I I will seriously contact my buddy who who showed me the the screen capture of someone arguing on Twitter that mayonnaise is a gender. Because that's, we, we kind of, even if we just read on it, we got to get 10 minutes out of that on one of these fucking podcasts. <laughs> mayonnaise is a gender. It's a gender, yep. Oh my God. I got to mayonnaise as a gen and Google fills in the rest for me. <laughs> Uh, you, you gotta love shit like this, man. Right? Thank God for the internet, huh? How mayonnaise became a gender from an article from July seventh this year. I don't. Oh, it's what started as an internet tactic to squash trolls is evolving into a new non-binary way to express one's identity. <laughs> when the Tumblr account Gender Fluid Support posted a list of one hundred and thirty. Hundred, uh, wait, 113 gender classifications? Well, we might be yep. burying the lead here. Uh, <laughs> to uh, It attracted the ire of trolls who felt the need to deride it and spawned a notable meme in which mayonnaise is declared not a gender. 
The subsequent debates were furious in nature, but in its wake, Tumblr's gender-fluid community co-opted the idea and began using images of whatever they felt like to express their gender. And as Fusion reports, that trend is moving beyond Tumblr and spreading into the rest of the Internet, solidifying itself as a way to express one's identity in non-conventional terms and make the argument that gender binaries are irrelevant in 2016. Like this. And, wow, these are pretty gender-morphic. What are those? Is that, I don't even know. Looks like a Teletubby. Is a, yeah, is that a kid's up. show? <laughs> I have the gender master list here. If you would like to see, oh my god, or hear some of them, like uh, aero gender, a gender that is influenced by your surroundings. So I identify as female when I'm standing near a waterfall, but male when I'm standing near the highway. What? I don't. I'm making that up, but oh, that's <laughs> Aerosmith fan. Aerogen, yeah. No, aer, no, aerogender. It is it's your gender that's influenced by your surroundings. No, I'm being a smart ass. I'm aero just pulling out old Drew and my trap. It's influenced by the music you're listening to. I feel straight most of the time, but I feel gay when I listen to Aerosmith. <laughs> Especially everything after they got off the coke. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. I kind of feel intergender now. <laughs> Gender fluid. <At> ambonic. <laughs> Did you see that one? <laughs> ambonic. Identifying as both man and woman, yet neither at the same time. How is that a thing? <laughs> Adam's a gender, a gender which refuses to be categorized. As both and neither. So gender, gender is a quantum state. It can be both and neither. Okay, so do you guys see where I'm saying that this is just this? Dude, we're in the A's. There's 150 this is, this of these. Is possible trigger <laughs> warning. Autogender. A gender that can only be understood in the context of being autistic. <laughs> so that's every single one of these, right? <laughs> <laughs> but Let's do you get, get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying now that this is just shit? That is basically made up to piss off people. Vakagender, a gender that is weak or hollow. Vibragender, a gender that is usually one stable gender but will occasionally change or fluctuate before stabilizing again. Demi-vapor, continuously drifting to other genders, feeling spiritually transcendental when doing so while having a clear, slightly blurred inner vision of your gender's transitions and positive emotions. What? Verengender, a gender that seems to shift slash change the moment it is identified. <laughs> we are not making these up, people. Hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Wrong, uh, ma'am. Wrong again. Yeah, Genderfluidsupport.tumblr.com slash gender. You can go to this, people. Hydrogender, <laughs> a gender which shares qualities with water. What does that mean? Was it prox? It's fluid. Prox, proxvir, a masculine gender similar to a boy, but on a separate plane and off to itself. I'm a man, but not one of you men. I'm my own man. I'm a proxvir. Sir, gender having a gender that is 100% one gender, but with more of another gender added on top of that. Check your math on that. 
omnigender, the feeling of having more than one simultaneous or fluctuating gender. Simultaneous with multigendered and polygender. Vocagender, a gender that is weak and hollow. I mean, how can a gender be weak and hollow? Magigender, a gender that is mostly gender and the rest is something else? These all have... All these screen me a vast under, misunderstanding of what gender means. Mirror gender, a gender that changes to fit the people around you. Okay, a gender that changes to fit the people around you. Didn't we just used to call them basically social butterflies back right, so in the day? So how does that differ from imperagender, a fluid gender that can be controlled by the individual? Gyrogender, having multiple genders but understanding none of them. <laughs> I guess that's me. <laughs> I understand none of this. Glass gender, a gender that is very sensitive and fragile. Is that also like right on the nose gender? <laughs> Hemigender, a gender that is one half, that is half one gender and half something else. One or both halves may be identifiable genders. I mean, the other half or both may not be. We now know what Ken is. You can be doubly pansexual. Barbie's counterpart, Ken? Yeah. Gender blank, a gender that can only be described as a blank space. When gender is called into question, all that comes to mind is a blank space. He's, Ken's got no dick. He's never had a dick. No. You think of Ken, you think blank space. Yes, but a dick doesn't denote gender. Barbie's got pussy lips. Apparently. Oh, good times. Gotta love the internet. <laughs> Do we, though? <laughs> this year's really made me start questioning that. Maybe this internet experiment isn't working. Or it's I, failing miserably. I, I guess it's... I guess because I, I've started looking at it like this, I just, until this shit affects me in a negative way, I'm just going to laugh at it. And I'm pre pretty sure going through my day-to-day -day life, outside of maybe having to work with someone who buys into this bullshit, but at that point, they just, they're, they're just going to be the butt of all my jokes. I'm not, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna affect me in a negative way. It's just nonsense. It's nonsense, and I just can't wait until the generation that come up with this nonsense is our age, and the next generation comes up and tells them that they're full of shit because they're not gonna know how to handle it because they've never been told to shut the fuck up. You're full of shit, and it definitely at that point they're gonna start getting older, and if they still hold on to this bullshit, I'm top of that, they're going to have that, well, I've earned the right, because I'm an adult, to feel the way I feel, and then they're going to have children telling them to shut the fuck up, they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm just going to sit back and be an old person and just be like, I just, I'm loving this shit, riding my scooter through Walmart, watching the fucking clusterfuck happen. I mean, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. As morbid as it sounds, I'm starting to take comfort in the fact that the ride's about half over. I'm <laughs> just saying. At least, at, least, at least this year. Like, this is definitely... Well, yeah, I, I, it's been quite the year, overall. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most people who are deep in the, like, this type of nonsense probably aren't pulling down 
like you know a 4.0 and have a ton of extracurricular activities are going to and, and are going to end up at some you know good college go moving into the stem you know industry in some in some aspect so eventually this is this is this is the mullet of the 2010s well most of them are this like triggly puff man in my opinion <laughs> quite honestly most of them are what? I'm sorry. Most of them are like Trigglypuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they're they're. It's. I would feel sorry for them if they weren't such assholes. Like seriously, if I just you you've seen the video, I've shown it to you, Chris. If I if I walked up on that on that lady and I had no idea of anything about her, I would just look at her like another human being. And then when she started all, if she started all that bullshit. It, I'd just be like, oh my god, really? So you hit the trifecta, of fuck. You're fat, ugly, and stupid. <laughs> and here I was, I was, I was ready just to judge you as a normal human being. And then she would tell I you, even look. get out of her face with that hate speech, Rich. That's fine. And I'd take, I'd take my fat and ugly face out of her place and be like, I'm only two of the three. And I, and I barely have a fighting chance. So enjoy your fucking minimum wage job for the rest of your life I mean I, what was the line in uh, uh, Animal House fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life this is true well, well it, it really is fat ugly and stupid is no way to go through life uh, and once again I know I'm two thirds but still it's just it's ridiculous it's just ridiculous it's made up bullshit to get a rise out of people, and the the more upset people get, the, more, the happier these people are that, that that push this nonsense. And gun to their head, I bet you half of them don't even believe it. Should we come up with pod gender? We can make 114 genders. You know, I'm kind of surprised with the rise of podcasts. There's a, a gender associated with podcasting people whose gender is shaped by the podcast they listen to yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude put it in there seriously put that shit in there hey, if you rule 34 account put it's it in always there. in effect so it's now yeah. a thing what uh what gender do you think our podcast would make people <laughs> male yeah, aggressively so. male <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> um oh shit uh uh misanth- is misanthrope 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 excuse me yes yeah that that would have to be they'd have to adopt a gender that somehow is attached to that after listening to our podcast because seriously it, more often than not if I if I just randomly pick an old episode and go listen to it at the end of the episode I hate the world more than I did when I started. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I think this is a perfect uh, place to end it. Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, you have your 113 genders. Pick one. Pick in a costume appropriate to go trick or treat, and make sure you go trick or treat, and then you find the people with the teal pumpkins if you're if you're gluten sensitive, oh. because so that's what that means. I'm just gonna from here on out. I'm just gonna go buy an old burlap bag cut armholes in it and that is my new halloween costume 
I'm telling you, you're appropriating Dust Bowl culture. <laughs> you're going to get a, an English major Homeless who did a thesis on Steinbeck. Exists in this country. Some guy with some wax in his mustache is going to start dressing me down. Tom Joad, the ghost of Tom Joad, is going to come back and fuck with you, dude. You don't want that. <laughs> it ain't going to be the Rage Against the Machine Tom Joad. It's going to be the, the Bruce Springsteen. The Bruce Springsteen Tom Joad. I was going to yeah. say that. <laughs> Blowing up, blowing on his his, his uh, harmonica open G through the entire song. You don't want that. Good lord! Well, here's something to look forward to next year. Chris Rock is is taping uh, two stand up specials for Netflix. Will he be allowed to say anything? No, well, he stopped touring college campuses. So yeah, he should have somewhat. You can say whatever the, the fuck he get on stage without being booed off. Is he going to have Louis C.K. write some more jokes for him? God damn. I broke Did you take a fifth of vodka to that head? Well, as, as I was uh, passive-aggressively told a couple, about a couple months ago, uh, the only reason that, that anyone does podcasting is because they're not good enough to be on the radio. So... My fellow, not good enough to be on the radio, people. Yeah. Did you tell that person the next sentence to eat a dick? <laughs> no, I just told him, I said, Devin, you're welcome to come in and do our podcast, and we'll let you actually host it, and you can try to carry it as long as you can before we have to step in. I, I gave him about right. 10 minutes before they ran out of shit to say, and I said the last three minutes would be stream of consciousness bullshit, so, yeah. Well, it's kind of like knocking people who are driving cars back when they were invented as not being smart enough to handle a horse. Yeah, well, you can't be a real man. Hop on top of that beast and tame it. You can't, you right. can't handle that? No, I don't want to pick up shit and have no, to feed it. Show them Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, and Mark Marin made more last year than probably 99% of radio personalities. Yeah. Dude, that's something I found you can't tell people. People do not understand that you don't make shit in radio for a long time. And if you get lucky, you'll end up... making money in radio anymore is Howard Stern. Yeah. I mean, I remember when they were telling me the average income for DJs who I thought were making bank back in the day. And I was like, that's it? Damn. And they're like, yeah, so you have to really love this job to do it. And I'm like, apparently. No, and I tell people about my brief stint in radio. I told them, like, it was fun. I didn't pay for a concert ticket or a CD for, like, three years. It's like, but in the end, the industry isn't stable, and it doesn't pay as well as you think. On top of it, if you made the mistake of getting into radio because you love music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> radio has very little to do with music. Yeah. But Chris Rock, do stand-up. Or is that all you had to say on the matter? Well, yeah. <laughs> You'll probably get two stand-up specials next year. I was just reading this. Your Samsung finally called it on the Put Note 7s. On it. It's going to cost them like over $5.5 billion to do this recall. Yeah, they Billion? Yeah. Billion. Yep, they stopped making them. They're calling it on the Note 7. They're just... They're they they figured this model is cooked, and they're it's, just going to focus yeah. on the eight. I don't know what else they can do. 
Brent Stoker would say now with now with uh, not explo- non exploding batteries. There, slap it on the eight. There have been rumors. I don't know if we can confirm this or not mm-hmm. that the corpse of Steve Jobs had a huge boner <laughs> when they announced that recall. <laughs> when they said they were going to stop making the device. Tell me, Jobs wasn't frozen or anything like that, was he? Like he was. He was. I wouldn't put it past him. He's one of them crazy tech billionaires. His head is uh, it, frozen. Him and Ted it's, Williams have cryogenic locker together. It's frozen in a container that sits in the Apple basement, surrounded by a pentagram. They, <laughs> and the circle just spins. It's it, just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just got, it's got the pinwheel. And that's where the, yeah, that's where the, the, uh, the higher-ups at Apple go to uh, make all this shit happen. They put a curse on Samsung and made their batteries explode. They put on their robes and all stood around the, the pentagram and chanted. Uh. Their ceremonial garb is black turtlenecks and blue jeans. It's not looking good for Yahoo getting purchased by Verizon because of their recent hack. Verizon's going, eh, thanks, but no thanks. Speaking of the hack, real quick, have you um, logged in to any of your old Yahoo accounts? Yeah. Did you get the notice from them that, like, the three-page worth of fucking print that they sent you? No, I didn't I got that when I logged in. It said it was a state-sponsored actor who attacked Oh, yeah, I got that. I got that when it happened a while ago, yeah. Because my... My Yahoo's account's my my main email account for us personally. So, yeah, I got to do two-step live verification now when I log into my Yahoo account, which welcome to five years ago, Yahoo. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, I was like state-sponsored actor, so they're saying this is attack, an attack from... Another country. Another country? Yes. Okay, it's a fancy way of putting it. Yeah. How does that make a difference, though? You yeah, know, right? Internet's I, worldwide, son. I have no idea, none whatsoever. Yeah, I'm. I'm just confused as to what the purpose of that letter was. To let you know, like, hey, there's nothing we could do about it. This is probably Russia. Crazy Ruski's gotten you your email. Hey, we're sorry. Change your password. That's pretty much what it said. Comcast got hit with the biggest FCC fine in history. Good for what? Two point three million dollars. That's nothing to For them. what? Being assholes? No, for doing the same thing that Wells Fargo employees were doing. They were charging for services that people did not ask for or want. Yep. AT&T was doing that to me with a, a house phone for like a year and a half. And then finally in April, I called them on it like, hey, I looked at my bill. I've been paying for a home phone that I don't have. Right. AT&T, I went to them to get internet service at a place and they said well you still owe us i think it was like 70 dollars on a, a cell phone bill and it, like i had some i incurred some uh you know contract termination fee or something that i wasn't aware of <clears throat> or maybe i was aware of it and just forgot when i tore up the letter and threw it away i was like what the fuck are you gonna do so I went to them. They said, no, we can't give you internet service at the address that you requested because you owe us this money. I was like, all right. Tell you what, I'll be back to pay that money, and then we can set this up. 
and then ended up not getting internet service at that place anyway. I just found out that my downstairs neighbor's Wi-Fi was unsecured. And then, uh, but I got started getting bills from AT and T that they were charging me for the internet service that they no, they're fucking my credit all up. On. They got a negative mark on my credit for some bill that I apparently forgot to pay, and then I paid it, and it's still sitting on. It's not sitting on there with the balance is paid. I'm like, well, take it off. Well, it was in arrears, but it's paid now, and you have on there that I don't owe you anything. So it's just on there doing. And I called to cut the cord yesterday. Yes. And DirecTV's all like, well, no one's opened your account since for two years. I'm like, well, funny, because I've called three times in the last... No one's uh, opened your account. What does that mean? Uh, as far as in their computer. And I'm like, well, it's funny, because I've called uh, AT&T or whatever, someone at AT&T to discuss this account three times within the last year to see if I could get a better rate. And they're like, well, no, you've been eligible for $51 a month for the last two years. I'm like, well, no one's contacted me, and now you can't beat 35 so peace. Suck it. <laughs> well, well, she <laughs> they was, tell you the, oh, yeah. She but was she like, was with DirecTV. She was pissed. She's like, because she's like, you didn't talk to DirecTV. You talked to the company that owns us. She's like, if you would have talked to DirecTV, we would have offered this to you. Well, I uh, said, well, how come no one reached out to me in two years? She didn't have an answer for that one. But yeah. no, they don't ever reach out to you when you're an existing co- company or company, and when you're an existing co- customer. Oh, your contract ran out, and you're paying us 120 now. It's oh, only when you keep taking that 120. Yeah, it's only when you threaten to leave that they act like oh, that, that there's actually something that they can yeah, do to keep well, you. Their fucking boxes are just decorations now. Well, all I know is that when I had AT and T come in here to hook up the internet. I treated the, 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 the installation guy very nice, wasn't an asshole, and wasn't expecting anything for it. And he kind of ran into a snag, and it took him, it took him, you know, I'm in an apartment complex, and the room where he had to go and do some of the work, another cable company had come in, cut cables, messed with them, and never labeled them, so it was guesswork for him. It took him five hours. And... I guess because I didn't flip out on him, he was like, I'm going to go ahead and, hey, you know, do you need me uh, this Cat 5 or Cat 6 cable? You know, I'll cut you a couple links. I'll put, it, I'll put a switch in here for that way you can have everything hardwired because he had to run the modem in the bedroom for some reason and run it through the wall into the living room. And I'm like, uh, I don't have the cable for the shit. I thought you were going to hook it up right here. And he did all that, and I'm thinking, oh, God, what's going to be the charge on it? And he's like, I just waived all those charges. And I was like, well, how much would that have cost me? And he showed me, and it cost me, if he had charged me, it cost me about 350 bucks. That's what they would have charged me. And I'm like, why Why didn't you hit me with that? And he goes, because you weren't an asshole about it. He's <laughs> like, you know how many people would have cussed me out for being here for five hours? I said, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy you're here. The FCC received over 1,000 complaints from customers who said Comcast charged them for premium channels, cable boxes, DVRs, and other products that were never ordered. 
Customers also describe how they spent significant time and energy to attempt to remove the unauthorized charges. Shit, just getting them on the phone. The last time I had Comcast, I tried to cancel a channel. It took a fucking year to get it off my bill. Yeah, I found the quickest way to do anything with Comcast. The only way they're going to quickly do anything to to remove... Something from your bill is to just stop paying your bill until they cut you off. <laughs> then they'll quickly get to, to to you won't have to worry about that channel on your t- on your television anymore. Well, I mean, they know their their name was synonymous with shitty customer service. They had to change it, right? Like, don't tell. Hey, listen, Xfinity. We know. Don't fucking. We know who you are. Yes, we know your true name. I, Comcast says. Isolated errors, that these are isolated errors or customer confusion. We agree those issues should be fixed and are pleased to put this behind us and proceed with these customer service enhancing changes. Is this class action? What's the time frame on it? Yeah, I was going to say. So, no, so this is, well, this is a FCC fine and a, uh, a five-year monitoring period where they're going to be closely overseeing what goes on in the company. Ooh. <laughs> There's but really nothing. But they're shaking in their boots. Some pocket change and the appearance that the government will perhaps keep their eye on you. But I guarantee you this is the same shit that was going down at Wells Fargo. And yeah, discharge when we were talking it. about it last time, Uh, since since the last time that we talked about it I heard a story I can't remember what something on NPR it was like it might have been This American Life or it was one of those shows like that and they interviewed somebody who used to work for Wells Fargo and she was talking about quotas and how she was told by her bosses, basically under threat of her job. Not only her job, but being barred from working at any other financial institute because they would blacklist her. But she had to get X a number of accounts open in one day. You know, it started out as like five and then seven and then 10 and then 20. And no matter what was going on, she even describes like a, there was a robbery. A guy tried to rob the bank, and the police came. The guy shat his pants. It was a big scene. And her bosses were calling her, going like, well, you're not leaving your desk. You still have to get us your 20 per day. And it's that type of culture that causes sales, that, that promotes salespeople to fudge the numbers and screw over the customers. So they were opening more accounts than the customers wanted. And at Comcast, these same people who I'm sure had the same quotas and the same threat over their jobs, if they didn't hit them, to offer more services than they wanted and to overcharge customers. So shitting your pants, not getting... Damn. Yeah, the guy shit his pants in the bank. Well, he shit his pants when the cops showed up. Like, literally shit his pants. I think probably when he got what tackled. Have, when you have warrants? Have you ever... I've never done that. I've never been in such a, like, you know, crazy situation where, like, I just shit myself. Me neither. Here's hoping. 
I mean, like, you think you're going to die type of shit yourself. Like, literally. Like, you almost get hit by a car or something. Or Oh, I've been no. in those, but I've never actually physically shit myself. Yeah, but you've myself. never... Yeah. I mean, it happens. Uh... <laughs> 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 That's it. I have never experienced it. Like, I, I've never been in a life-threatening situation to shit my pants. Yes. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. uh, I do have a friend who, sister, uh, him and his wife were going to a Kid Rock concert. I guess they lost a bet. And his sister decided to come, and she was wearing white pants. And she had oh boy. been partying hard the night before. And partying hard that day, and apparently the the shit was cut with baby laxative. So at Pine Knob, sitting on the top of the hill. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And somewhere on the internet, there's pictures of it floating around. Um, Yeah, she she was sent quickly back to the car with, with someone's shirt tied around her waist. And uh, her brother was kind enough. I'd, I'd, I'd have made her do the walk of shame without my shirt, but and I would have done what he did. I mean, he was with pine knob. He was a, wearing. There's a mud joke he was in wearing, there, right? Oh yeah, definitely, dude, definitely. But yeah, he was wearing boxers, so he went in the bathroom real quick, pulled his boxers off, pulled his pants back on, went commando, and handed her boxers, and was like, put, "Try to clean up best you can, put those on." So. Yeah, that, there's, there's, yeah, that that's a story that gets talked about at Thanksgiving at their house. Hopefully after dinner. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse before or after. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> With this family, it's probably during. That's just yeah. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey, pass the gravy. Hey, by the way, remember when I shit myself wearing them white pants? Kind of looked like this gravy. <laughs> yeah. Spilled on this tablecloth. Oh, thanks. It's thanks deli- for the visual. Hey, it's delicious, Grandma. <laughs> oh God, yeah. When you, when you, I was like, oh boy, do I tell this story? But I didn't use any names, so. Do we go out on someone shitting themselves? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's a lot lighter note than we usually go out on. Uh, that's true, or darker, depending on. Hey, oh. <laughs> do that to myself. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks to all the new listeners. Uh, apparently, we're we're on track to beat last month. So, yeah. Thanks for the support, everyone. There was a demand. Definitely appreciate it. If you like it, rate us. Rate us. Comment. Uh, anywhere you get the podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, ChristopherMedia.net. Uh, but uh, thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. All right. Later, guys.
If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net